That work? Should be good. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna since we got this kicked off, I'm gonna go see uh what I can do to get in contact with Shane. In the meantime, uh personally, just just hold on here. I'm gonna go get a drink real quick and I'll be right back, okay? Yeah, sounds good. Let's look, okay. make sure Audacity's still four, running. Three, yes, Audacity two, is still running. One. Here we go. All right. It's that time of year again. Let's get started. Open your ears and crack some beers. You're listening to episode minus two of Retro Hung Under. Retro and classic gamers, it's that time of year again. You're listening to the podcast. That's your one-stop shop for retro video games, big dicks, and sobriety. This is episode minus two of Retro Hung Under. I'm your co-host, Adam, with our special guest, the uncut Canadian gem, John. And as always, your host, Raging Dick Dragon Demon. How's it going, everyone? How's it going, John? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's going well. I love that I just got surprised by all of this. I just got I just got hung under. So that's that's a glorious moment. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Now what were you expecting to do today? Well, what I was expecting to do today was talk about Final Fantasy 13. What we're going to do today, I, I'm now uncertain of. Perfect. Wait, we're so not let's... talking about 13? <laughs> we're talking about something, but we don't know what yet. So how about we just get it started? With a brief history, Demon. Okay, here's your brief history. By 2009, Square knew they had hit had a hit on their hands. Their latest re- release had seen millions of sales. As such, they wanted to expand their media presence. So Square headed over to NTT Publishing to create an animated series to be created by Japanese studio Madhouse. They would create this animated OVA to be part of a larger series of releases for Final Fantasy XIII called Fabula Nova Crystallis. The OVA would take place a hundred years after the events of Final Fantasy XIII and focus on a new hero fighting in a post-apocalyptic pulse. Along the way, the hero Pretz would meet the direct descendant of Lightning, Linali. Pretz and Linali, Linali would go on, go in, get into an adventure where Linali would find the crystal, the wind crystal, with magic flatulence. The OVA would span four episodes and would find itself released shortly after Final Fantasy XIII was released in Japan from March 21st, 2010 to July 21st of 2010. In Japan, it will be known as Final Fantasy, The Legend of the Crystals. But since Square didn't think American anime audiences played video games, they simply called the series Final Fantasy. Critics reviewed it positively, saying that the animation style was fantastic, with many calling it the best anime of all time, going so far as to say it was far superior to even Neon Genesis Evangelion.
However, time has not been kind to the Final Fantasy OVA. Many people in Generation Z have called it mid and said that it draws out a retelling of Final Fantasy 13 too much. Some said that throwing apples at Japanese schoolgirls hasn't aged well and feels oddly misogynistic, but surprisingly erotic. <laughs> Kotaku claimed that, it, that just because it exists, it actively oppresses Australians and makes fun of poor people, and that it was also racist. Despite all of this, you can watch it on Game Pass with enhanced features, save states, and markers for wherever character for whenever a character shows their bare chest. No matter the case, Fainaru Fantaji Kuristaru Densetsu is a landmark in a series that moved it away from its CGI shackles and attempted to move Final Fantasy XIII away from mindless sequels. Had it been more successful, we may have been spared thirteen two and Lightning Returns. And that is your brief history of the Final Fantasy XIII OVA. Demon, let's start with you. What is your personal experiences with the Final Fantasy XIII OVA? Well, I played this a couple of weeks ago for free on YouTube, and that's appropriate. Amazing. I also have watched this on YouTube twice, and both times I've been overcome with selective amnesia when the credits rolled. How about you, John? Would you have any experience with the Final Fantasy XIII OVA? You mean the seven-hour YouTube video? Maybe. I'm glad what I watched wasn't seven hours. I think what I watched was about an hour and 40 minutes. Maybe it's a familiar story that you've seen before about a girl looking for a wind crystal that gets stuck up her ass. <laughs> oh, Legend of the Crystal? <laughs> yes. My experience with Legend of the Crystal goes way back to when it dropped on VHS. Amazing. And did you like Elaborate. it? Elaborate. So for talking Final Fantasy Legend of the Crystal... And I elaborate on that. Um, I'm thinking of the OVA that came across two VHS back in the late 90s. But when we slap a 13 element to this, oh, I'm confused as can be. Sounds great. Now, onto the plot and the writing. Raging Demon, give us a little brief rundown of what your experiences with the plot and the writing was. Well, I thought it had a unique plot. Uh, it had a MacGuffin, which was the wind crystal. It had some protagonists. There was a little bit of romance between, you know, you could feel it. There, nothing actually happened between Pretz and Lanali. And then, you, of course, with Falcus and Rouge, who's a pirate airboat captain who steals motorbikes. And she, for some reason, commands an Amazonian tribe. Um, they have this big epic team up and then obviously save the, the world. And, yeah, it's a, I think it's got a unique, you know, plot of, Character setup, like trial and challenge to overcome, and then obviously the team up and the resolution. Oh, and it has space travel and a dragon. So yeah, I think yeah, that's that's my summary of the plot, and you know, I thought it was quite interesting. 
That is interesting, because my idea of the plot was slightly different. I believe that it's something to do with a girl that goes on a journey to find the fattest crystal dildo she can possibly find, but gets more than she's bargained for. And also, there's a sexually deviant pirate seductress in there somewhere who seduces a straight-laced military man and puts him on the path of sexual humiliation and kink. And there's another dumb boy who aggressively pursues the girl, but she doesn't want his pencil dick and has to fight a big robot with a squishy brain. I have no idea what was going on. To be honest, I've seen this twice, and I may have been high both times, but whatever happened, it was a trip. What about you, John? Do you remember what the story of the Final Fantasy 13 OVA was? No idea. Absolutely lost. It just escapes me at this point. If you had to guess, what would your plot be for that OVA? Oh, if I'm smashing together the Final Fantasy V deviation OVA with Final Fantasy thirteen, it's definitely going to showcase a lot of lightning and a lot of butt crystals. Will the butt crystals be in lightning's butt? I don't know if I could do that to her, but the fans may need it. Fair enough. It'll move more right, copies of the to, game. They'll, it, that'll be the special collector's edition. Will come with a very Metal specifically case. shaped but crystal that you can use on yourself or your loved one if you so choose. Now, <laughs> onto the gameplay. Damon, give us a little brief rundown of what the gameplay was like. Well, I was quite disappointed. I mean, to call this a walking simulator is pretty accurate. It's like one big quick time event with the only input is when you have to pause it to go do something else. I thought it was very disappointing. Yeah, these narrative adventure games are getting a little out of hand. I feel like it was like playing Heavy Rain, but with like no button prompts. So what was that about? I'm a bit confused myself. John, how did you find the gameplay? Well, the gameplay personally was was the best bit. I don't know why we're being so down on it. It was so glorious. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was, was the unique combinations that could be accomplished with butt crystals. And in fact, what they were able to execute. A rather simple mechanic that can actually get quite complex. Yeah, it adds a lot of extra depth and strategy, I found. I think the depth yeah. is the problem, to be honest, with the butt crystals. <laughs> no, look, the depth isn't the problem, it's the width, the girth. It's a fearsome combination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this game has both. <laughs> depth and girth. <laughs> Perfect. All right, speaking of the uh, depth and girth, 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 <laughs> let's discuss the graphics. How'd you find the graphics? And we'll start with you again, Demon, since you're so great at being the introductory person of each of these topics. Well, it's a poor use of the Unreal Engine. It's almost as if they just drew it by hand and animated it. I mean, it's Bethesda-level shit, you know? Like, it, the graphics really aren't great. Um, maybe we go to John and see what he thought of the graphics. Okay. Oh, the... The graphics, again, I, I, I'm at loss for words other than glorious. It was a spectacle to behold. Uh, it just blows you away. When you, when you throw into that the scissoring Shiva, I mean, my God. I can't argue with that, except I will. So the graphics made my eyes bleed. And the only saving grace was that some of the character design was really interesting. And particularly the butch guy, Varkas, I think his name was. I really like his design, especially because it looks like he has a mustache, but he actually doesn't. It's just really, really long nose hair. Oh, wow. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Literally it comes out everything. of his nostrils. Makes me a little harder and my pants a little wetter. What did you think of the graphic design? Uh, what did you think of the character design, John? 
Well, the nose hairs was a nice bit, but I really appreciated once he got into his daddy costume at the end. A little leathered up. Leathered up and lathered up. Yeah, and that, that'll true. be DLC. That, that'll be a paid costume, you know? What's it called? Extra greasy shortening or whatever that those people use for fisting? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Every day is a isn't school like, day. Isn't it duck fat or something? They use like... Look, I don't know. Personally, I use... Um, spit and tears but <laughs> to each their own well i mean you could argue that it's very cruel to animals to use animal-based oils you know but they're already dead so <laughs> yeah well it's What's not going to bring them back to life is it that's true <laughs> no but it'll give me life um speaking of giving life there's a lot of music and sound in this film ova slash video game mashup hybrid combination that we're discussing so uh john we'll start with you what do you think of the music and the sound well if we get right into sound after talking about fisting with duck fat that's a that's a tough <laughs> task to accomplish and i mean the foley segue. guy yeah, the foley guy was <laughs> was on his a game that day i'll well, tell I you know. that I make a lot of sounds when I'm getting fisted, so it just seemed like the natural segue. <laughs> ah! Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you would think anyway. it was happening right now. It might be. You, you never know. My webcam isn't on, but uh, go ahead. What do you think of the sound? <laughs> I already talked about the sound. The duck fat. Oh. Yeah, the Foley guy. I couldn't hear you. I was too busy getting fisted. So on to you, demon. <laughs> well... I found the use of Chinese-style classical music odd, but nice, and it, they played it especially when Pretz and Lanali were around. Um, I don't know if that was because they were, like, farmers or something, but... And there's a lot of da-da-da, you know, there's a lot of suspense shit that lets you know threats are coming up. So that keep, yep. that that means you, you know when to get ready for a fight. Um, apart from that, was typical sort of 90s anime, you know, tropey sound. I, yeah, again, didn't get the point of the Chinese music from a Japanese OVA, but whatever. It was nice. Yeah, that's my main criticism is I, I'm so confused why it is so Chinese in a Japanese property. Like, don't Japanese people hate Chinese people? So I was a bit confused as to whether or not that was the original soundtrack or that some racist Western people re-recorded the sound, not realizing that they had put the wrong culturally appropriate soundtrack on top. But who knows? Well, same, same, different. Same, same, diff, you know? Yeah. All right. On to some miscellaneous. Demon, start us off again. What's well, a miscellaneous? Well, my, well, butt crystals, boob goblins. I really didn't get... But I didn't see one boob goblin get killed yet. There was a absolute graveyard of them on the moon. Um, unnecessary upskirts, no command list or training mode. Um, I found the delay-based netcode infuriating, so don't play ranked matches. Um, yeah, I mean, that's my miscellaneous. It's just nitpicky stuff, really. Yeah, I could have used a tutorial, but I do appreciate, like John previously said, that the butch guy turns into a leather daddy sub who no doubt enjoys pegging and, like we said already, fisting from the pirate chick. So I really liked that sort of interaction and relationship between them. What about you, John? What's your miscellaneous? Oh, at this point, I feel we've exhausted the whole entire, entire encyclopedia on this potential mashup. <laughs> uh, I'm just enjoying watching it unfold. Great. <laughs> just that I had hoped. So... Now, the big question, 
How does it hold up today? Starting with you again, Demon, how do you feel that this holds up in today's day and age? Well, I absolutely think it holds up. Despite its straight-up racism towards Australians, it's a great game for people who have flat batteries in their controllers and can't really press buttons. And uh, it's a nice break from open-world fetch quests as it's hyper-linear, right? That you literally can't do anything but what it tells you to do. Um, it's, it almost feels like you're a spectator, in fact. Um, this is the first Final Fantasy game I haven't given up on halfway through. I'd recommend it to anyone who enjoys you know, things that are rubbish and I would give it three and a three out of four ass crystals. Amazing. I personally don't think it holds up. In fact, it barely even holds my attention. I don't know where I am right now or what's happening. So I think I might still be high, but I recommend that you watch it purely for the nose hair mustache, the seductive leather cat butch lesbian. Actually, you can't say cut that bit out. Well, you just Thank did. You, Ashton. Cut that bit out, Ashton. Thank you very much. Leave the it fat in. bull. <laughs> well, I just said again. <laughs> the fat lesbian cat women that are pirates. So, you know, there's a lot to love here. And I don't love it, but I'm sure somebody else will. Somebody maybe like you, John? Definitely somebody like me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this feels custom created. Uh, I, I I feel like I've seen it, but I, at the same point, no, I've never seen it. So it's quite the catch-22. It's a bit like you've known it your whole life without knowing it your whole life, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those people that accidentally get into relationships with their long-lost twins. Oh, wow. I did, that, that, was, <laughs> that was a plot twist I did not expect. Has that happened? I'm sure it has. I read it on the news somewhere. Oh, God. So, who's your favorite character? Adam, who's your favorite character? Oh, it's uh, the grandpa, I think, because he had the sex appeal. He was the attractive one. So, I was, I was really into old man Chinese grandpa. He didn't get paid wow. a lot. You could, you could tell that he, oh, they couldn't afford him. He had very few uh, scenes, you know? Yeah, but when he was there, whew, I could not keep my hands out of my pants. And <laughs> John favorite character every time i get introduced to a new aspect of this i get lost again trying to find my way home um so i would say if i have to interject a character between all these crossovers it's obviously going to be lightning my number one my day one my forever love that character beautiful all right i think that's about all we have time for today so thank you very much john for being such a good sport and thank you demon again for being a massive disappointment You've been listening to the Retro Hung Under podcast. Like my parents. Hopefully, we'll see you again next year. Thanks, everyone. Hey, uh, I just got back from my drinks. It appears Chris? Shane, not, Shane isn't going to make it. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Chris this is on guy. mute, so he can't fucking... He's falling off his chair laughing, probably. I don't know what you're talking about. I just I just went to go get myself some some gin and seltzer. I, I I'm so I, I kept you waiting, John. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, Shane said he couldn't make it tonight. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. Everything, every, fine, fine is an understatement. Very much an understatement. Every time you ask anyway. someone to do a podcast around March, people are going to be like, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known well, uh, better. I should have known better. <laughs> By the way, thanks, thanks for, thank you for being such a good sport, John. I, do, I really do appreciate it. Um, I had a great time listening to you all. Uh, thanks, Demon. Thanks, Adam. No worries. Uh, no really problem. Do appreciate what amazing. you did. Amazing. You guys are amazing yet again. 
gun. So, uh, first of all, we are actually having a Final Fantasy 13 episode that is going to come out on April 16th. We are not recording that presently. Uh, John, I think everything's kind of falling into place now, isn't it? I, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm still blown away. <laughs> Every time, last time we did that, I just imagined someone getting ready like for a game they fucking love with a big page of notes and, oh, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about that. And... <laughs> Well, that was Mas Lama last time. I felt so yeah. bad afterwards. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, we crushed it made, him. It, yeah, but it makes such good content, though. That that's one of the best things about this channel and, and all and everyone involved. It, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm uh, derailed. Just so surprised. <laughs> so before we wrap this one up, and uh, once again, I'll say again, we are going to have John back on for our Final Fantasy 13 episode, which will be coming out April 16th as the time of this recording. But uh, before we head out, uh, let's let's kick it over to Raging Demon, uh, a patron, as as everyone in this episode is a patron of the Retro Hangover podcast. Thank you very much. But uh, kick it over to Raging Demon. So how about you plug yourself and where we can find you <laughs> in, on the internet and your podcast? Well, all you, all you have to do is just type in command list with a K into, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever, and you'll find our podcast there. Um, yeah, so I do appreciate it if people um, give it a listen and try it out. You know, it is all only about fighting games, but I like to think it's still entertaining even if it's not your favorite genre. So, yeah, I would appreciate the listens. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, go check out Command List. <laughs> and Adam, you've been on the show before, but in case people haven't heard your wonderful voice either here or on the King of Games 92, which you are a part of, mm -hmm. how about you go ahead and tell them where they can find you and your wonderful show? Okay, well, you can find us on the, well, me. You can find me, not them. Actually, you can find Chris and John. <laughs> also, on the good, the bad, and the butt. Uh, the good, the butt, <laughs> the good, the, the bad, bad, and the butt, and the butt crystals. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the butt plug. Um, the good, the bad, and the backlog podcast. Uh, you can find me just on Linktree, linktr.ee slash goodbadbacklog. And uh, yeah, got a whole bunch of stuff. Got a lot of guests. So uh, got a couple guests. That's good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And uh, of course, John, the the man of the half hour here. <laughs> Where where can we find you on the internet if you have anything to plug? I have nothing to plug, but I'm always on the uh, RHP Discord. Great place to be. All right, thanks. And if you're listening to this, yes, this is a joke episode. There's probably a lot of inside jokes, which John just referenced in the Discord. So if you're part of the Discord, this episode would have been so much better, so much more enjoyable. Not saying it wasn't because, man, these Aussies killed it. But if you want to be more on the uh, insideness and know all these people, just head over to our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash retro hangover. And you can find the Discord link there in addition to all our other links that we have on the social medias and our streaming Sundays, which are on twitch.tv slash retro hangover at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can come and you can join us there. And if you missed that, you can find it on our YouTube. But that's all I have for today. Thanks again. You guys were wonderful. You guys killed it. And uh, I think I'm going to call that a night. So until next time, play with your fisted butt crystal joysticks. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Take it easy, everyone. Bye, Bye guys.